You're listening to the NYY Sports Talk podcast, hosted by Christian and Chris. Head to nyysportstalk.com to subscribe to the show and check out the fan shop so you can swag up on great NYYST apparel. Stay on top of all the latest with the New York Yankees, including breaking news, in-game updates, and incredible fan giveaways by following on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. It's now time to talk Yankees baseball. Sports Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Christian. I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And Stack Guy Rye. What up? Uh, this is Keep em or Dump em week number two. Uh, we'll be doing the uh, starting pitchers in a little bit. We are joined by our special guest this week, John Boy of the uh, Talking Yanks podcast. was nice enough to, uh, we're going to get him on the horn here in, in a few minutes to uh, talk uh, starting pitchers, who we're going to keep, who we're going to dump. But first, the big news coming out of the Yankees this week is uh, Gardy, Brett Gardner, will return in 2019 to the ball club. Uh, Pretty happy about it. The Yanks declined his uh, option for $12.5 million, had to pay him the $2 million buyout, and then re-signed him to a one-year $7.5 million contract. So he will be with the club in uh, 2019. And it wouldn't be right if after this big news... He didn't stop off at the MYYST podcast for a little bit so we can get his take on everything. Before we bring in John Boy, it's our honor to bring back Gardy. Hey, guys. Guess who's back for a whole nother season? It's me, Brett Gardner. Uh... Guardy, last time we had you on, you weren't that uh, hopeful that you'd be back. Yeah, dude, it's like a whole whole shift of mood for me, dude. I, I, I'm I'm in a good mood again. I'm happy. I'm sleeping better, and uh, I'm back with the squad. So you also told us last time you were here that you had to sell the Brett jet. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm I actually talked to the guy I sold it to. He was uh, grateful enough to sell it back to me, so I do have the Brett Jet back for wow. the 2019 That's, season. I didn't guys. think you could afford it. No, um, three million. Well, it was tough because I also sold the Lamborghini too. Wow. So you know, I will. I probably will keep. You know, I'll keep that away for now. But I had to bring the Brett Jet back, guys. I mean, come on, it's Can a Brett I, just, I don't really ever ask you questions, Guardy. I gotta uh-huh. ask. Um, now that, now that you're brought back after maybe not knowing your fate, how do you, in one, in, in one sentence, can you describe how you're going to play and perform when you're called? You know what? I really don't even need a whole sentence, Chris. It's just, it's one word really. And it's hard. I'm going to play hard. Uh, If I'm on the bench, I'll play hard. If I'm starting the outfit, I'll play hard. If I'm playing second base, I'll play hard. I'm a Yankee for life. Is that something that Aaron Boone has approached you about since uh, yeah. JD's going to be out? You know, maybe he's shifting over to second base and have Glaber play. Yeah, we need we need some left-handed power, some boppers in the lineup, and uh, you know, if they need me to throw me over there at shortstop, I got a I got a cannon, dude. All right, Gardy. you saw my arm from the outfield, right? I mean, I got a cannon, right, guys? My arm's really good, right, guys? Sure, I got a good yeah, arm. It's, it's, it's a good okay. arm. Yeah, it's a good arm. Oh, Guardy, it'll it's going to be fun having you back. Can't wait to be back, guys. Uh, veteran leadership in the clubhouse, so it uh, wouldn't be the same without you. Absolutely not. But 2020, get the hell out of here. Yeah, please, no, please. Yeah. Please. All right, no problem. Thanks, Guardy. Yeah, no problem. All right, guys. Take it All easy. Right, Guardy. Bye. Bye. Guardy. He's Gotta a good guy. Him. Glad he came. Glad he came back. What are your overall thoughts, though, on Gardner resigning with the Yankees? I think, and we go into it a little bit once we get John Boy on here. Uh, I think it was just a move that had to be made. I think the Yankees are still so unsure with their outfield next year that um, in the unlikely case that they don't get a left fielder or that Frazier is not healthy enough to come back, um, you're going to want to slot Guardy out there. You need another lefty bat. Um, it made all the sense in the world, and I think they did it in in, in a perfect way um, where both sides are happy and it's good to see Guardy come back next season he did get overpaid a little bit though because i don't think he's worth seven and a half million dollars on the open market Mm, i won't disagree with it but i also think that he got paid for a lot of other things than just what his performance will be in 2019 yeah i agree and i'm sorry if i sound like shit guys i came down with a cold earlier so i'm not doing my impersonation of an impersonation of brett gardner i just cannot breathe right now (laughs) (laughs) very nasally yeah, well, this uh, this team's probably, if you had to 
say their biggest problem in the regular season was that they ran out of outfielders and they were forced yeah. to start guys like Shane Robinson. So right. we can't it's not a it's year. not a bad thing to have uh some extra outfielders to yeah, start the year. We went into this with a little bit with John Boy. They had eleven different guys starting the outfield last year, right? Yeah. So yep. Yep. Crazy. I don't want to be in a position again, though, where we have to rely on Brett Gardner to make 120 or 130 starts, though. No. No, it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. Something went wrong if that happens. All right. Anything else we want to uh, put our finger on? No. All right. Let's jump right into it. John Boy of the Talking Yanks podcast joins us to uh, discuss the keep them or dump of the uh, New York Yankees starting pitcher. So let's dive right into that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right, NYY Sports Talk is here with John Boy of the uh, Talking Yanks podcast. John Boy, thanks for joining us this week as we do Yankees keep them or dump them, the starting pitchers. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Always good to hear what the fans are saying because they're crazy. Yeah. Oh, they're so crazy. If anybody knows what we go through, it's definitely you guys because sometimes the fans, I don't know if it's just complete lack of brain power or they just choose to use their brains. I always knew that Yankee fans were probably the most irrational out there. But until we started doing this and really connecting with so many fans, I can't believe I, I used to be one of these people. I really, ha- and I know I, why you hated me so much, Christian, when I used to say certain things now. Yeah, well, yeah. if anyone, if anyone ch- changes and, and they, they become the person that everyone brings their opinions to, he, you realize like, oh, when I was 18, I <laughs> said all this dumb shit too. And I didn't realize I was just like copying and pasting thoughts that right. the, the, the hive mind has. Well, one of the things that brought out the worst of uh, Yankees Twitter this week was the re-signing of Brett Gardner for one year. Uh, He got $7.5 million, plus uh, they gave him the $2 million of the buyout. And uh, you would have thought that took the Yankees out of every single uh, major free agent possibility this year that they brought back Gardner. Just real quick before we get into the the keep him dump him, what do you think about the Yanks bringing back Gardy for uh, 2019? I loved it. I mean, I, we talked about it. I think it's, I think he, I think the Yankees paid him more than what he would have got on the market. And I'm glad they did because it's nice that they show respect for a guy who's been in the organization his whole professional life and has grinded and done everything asked of. Uh, and it still didn't break the bank. It doesn't have any effect on anything else at all. And I don't, it doesn't make him a starter. He's probably going to be the fourth outfielder. I mean, unless he, if he is the starter, then that's a little disappointing. But the money and the the one year deal, I I am happy with it. I think it, it's pretty pretty nice all around. I mean, at this point, it's either going to be the Yankees surprise us and go after Harper, and he's the starting left fielder, or uh, you know they're hoping that Frazier comes back healthy and he could he could finally kind of show us what he can do out there for a full season. Yeah, that would be wild. I think I think he's bonus at this point. I don't think you can put Frazier into your plans at all, which sucks. But I don't think it does can. suck. Well, you had that great list on Twitter the other day of all the starts they had in the outfield last year. So to have Gardner even as an insurance policy is better than having to go out there and bring in the Jace Petersons and Shane Robinsons of the world. Yeah, and this is like this is the funny part. We went into last year like how many more outfielders can the Yankees have? And now by yeah. by midseason, everyone getting hurt and Cashman trading, we're like we need some outfielders. Yeah, I saw that tweet from John yeah. Boy. He said. Yankees had 11 players get a start in the outfield last year. That's 11. crazy. That's insane. Yeah, well, I mean, we had Neil Walker made. He never yeah. played right field before. He started 11 games. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jace Peterson, Shane Robinson. Shane Robinson started 17. Shaney. Uh, we're going to start off with Chance Adams. As our guest, John Boy, how do you think the fans voted keep him or dump him on Chance Adams? All right, I have to just. Just to get the basis, was most of this voting done on Twitter? Yeah, it was all it was done all, on Twitter. All on Twitter. All Twitter? Okay, because yeah. it's like it's, the fans are different on all the different. <laughs> they really are. It it's funny. And, uh, fa- Facebook, I don't even, I will not even talk to them, you know, because we're trying to spread the brand and, and everywhere. And I went into Facebook for like 12 months. And I was like, oh, no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> but I am out. And then Instagram, 
is very important for like the the brand and and awareness, but it's also a terrible conversation. Um, but Twitter has its Twitter has the, each one has their hive mind. I'm gonna say that Twitter said to keep Chance because um, I don't know why you dump. I don't know why you dump them. I'm gonna say they said to keep. They did. Sixty-eight uh, percent of the fans voted to keep Chance Adams. Uh, we'll let you go first. You agree? Disagree? What, what's your uh, take on Chance Adams? I mean, I, if 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 we can package him for another for a player, if if he brings anything back in a package deal, I'd, I have no qualms losing Chance Adams. I think his stock is dropped, and I think his future is that of. Um, like a Sessa or Adam Warren. I think Sessa's his baseline and Warren is his ceiling. I don't think that, I don't think he offers a ton. That's a great uh, so, comparison so, point. But, but keep, keeping him doesn't hurt. It's a rookie that has a ton of options and can go to AAA. But if he can package him for a player, sure, do it. I, I, I won't be hurt or upset. What do you say, Chris? I don't know. I feel like a lot of this depends on the Yankees' true plans for Sheffield, at least starting the season. I mean, if if Sheffield is going to be a serious contender for that fifth rotation spot at this point, I don't. Uh, I see them shopping Chance Adams. But when you're going into the season right now, you know maybe things happen and progress with Cece. But right now, I mean, even if they sign Corbin, we're kind of still up in the air with a few things. I don't know. I think a lot of it depends on the Yankees' intentions with with Sheffield and if they think they can get something good for Adams at this point. I personally, I, I'm probably dumping them. I'm probably dumping them, and you know what? I'm dumping them in a deal where you might it might not look that good on paper, but at the same time, Chance Adams isn't as good as we 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 had thought. So if I can get something back of value for him, I'm, I'm dumping him. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy that was once the top prospect in the system, right? I mean, now yeah, it, it was highly nah. regarded. <laughs> nah. He was highly regarded, but... I mean, he was highly regarded by fans and the uh, Yankee Stadium scoreboard. Cashman has never said a nice thing about him. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if he's not a Cashman guy, then he's expendable. Oh, he's not a Cashman guy? <laughs> Forget yeah, it. a lot of times you can read between the lines. Like who Cashman and the front brass like and who they don't like, and they never ever were high on Chance Adams. Well, we saw him live down in Scranton, the three of us, and I don't wasn't know. Overly we, we just weren't blown away. I mean, he was working on his changeup at the time. His fastball was getting up there, but eh. he just—you could just tell—he's a guy that in the major leagues, if he's not completely sharp, he's going to get knocked around. Especially at Yankee Stadium, he he would need more of a pitcher's ballpark. I mean, what does he really profile as a six starter right now? At this point, yeah. I say, I mean, I think he's in he's in AAA, right? If we keep him, I don't think he's cracking the twenty five now. Yeah, no, I I don't think so either. I would honestly, if I would, I'm voting here. I'm voting to dump him. I would try to put him in a package, get him out of here. I mean, you know, he sure he makes good a good depth piece, but I mean, I think the ceiling is completely falling in on Chance Adams here. Yeah, uh, I mean, as you know. If we're turning to Chance Adams at this point in 2019, there's a problem. I mean, he imp- I mean, you yeah. can say it wasn't a great start, but it wasn't a bad start the one time he started in Boston. But, you know, I mean, at this point, I don't think the Yankees or even as the fan base is counting on him being anything special. So, you know, if somebody wants him, take him. Take him. All right. So uh, fan yeah. comment here. Let's see what we got. Uh Ben Rivera says, I did not see anything from him that would assure me he can be a starter. If he can be traded at a fair value, I say Cashman should do it. So I guess everybody's on board with... uh, Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to sit home and cry and lose sleep over Chance Adams being uh, traded away at this point. All right, next uh, guy on the list here is a fan favorite for lack of... Like a better words. Total sarcastic comment there because he's one of the bigger villains on Yankees Twitter, and that is Luis Sessa. Chris, how do you think the fans voted for Luis Sessa? You got to dump. You got to dump, but you're not going to because what are you going to get for him? What did the fans vote? Dump. Dump. Dump all day? Dump all day. 80% of the fans said to uh, dump Luis wow. Sessa. John Boy, what do you think? Yeah, hard dump. If he starts one game <laughs> in 2019, I will be livid. I'll be so mad. But like, I can't. I don't understand. I was just going to say, we said that in 2018, too. It makes me so angry, man. He started, what, five games in 2018? Something like that? Five too many. He's going to be the longest tenured Yankee soon. (laughs) Is he really? I I don't know. Probably, though. He's been here since (laughs) 15. That's crazy. 
yeah, he I was mean, good in uh, his first year, and that's like the saddest part. But he's he's very <laughs> much proven to be what he is, and that's a uh, quadruple A pitcher. Yeah. Absolutely. If you look at him, if you look at it as just based on his stuff, you would think that he'd be better. But uh, maybe, like you said, he's a four A pitcher, and he just he cannot put it all together at the major league level. Honestly, though, like out of those five starts this year, it wasn't even like he was that bad. Probably because the people we were slotting in just sometimes were so terrible. Luis Sessa wasn't as. It was just more of a frustrating, like. It was more of a frustrating thing, if anything, that Luis Sessa was still being slotted in yeah, at this exactly. point. And like as fans, we're sitting there and we're like, we got Sheffield, we got Adams, we got, you know, keep going down. And then it's still Luis Sessa. Like we know what Luis Sessa is at this point. We know what he is. Yeah, I mean, remember that series in Baltimore, that four-game set, the Yankees ended up splitting and uh, it was Sessa and Gray that got the two wins in that series? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but hard dumps all, all the hard way around. Dump, hard. Major league dump. I mean, I could see somebody taking a flyer on him. You're not going to get a lot for him, but... <clears throat> you probably get some. His fastball get gets some. up there, right? It's like 95 sometimes. Yeah, his next his next step is going to be to ch- someone try to turn him into Chad Green, which I don't know. The Yankees don't even think that much of his stuff to turn him into a two-inning guy because he's got a good fastball. Like, he has good stuff. Maybe just you know do it for two innings before you get burned. So I don't think the Yankees should mess around with that, but another team might want. <laughs> I'm just so sick of sitting here time after time and and just continuously saying he's got really good stuff. I don't know why he doesn't why he's not pitching well. Like I said that about Sonny Gray since he got here. We've said that about so many yeah. guys. You know what? I'm done with this stuff at this point. If he can't yeah. if he can't produce, then just get rid of him. I'm sick of seeing him. Uh, we're going to read some fan comments here because I think we're all in agreement that, uh, you know, Luis Sessa's time has passed here in the Bronx. Uh, I'm going to normally I read the names, but I'm going to leave the name out here because this comment is pretty out- outrageous and I don't want to embarrass anybody. But uh, this person says he's still young enough where he can become a fourth starter on this team. Fourth? He, yeah, fourth. Uh, he lost control and confidence, but he's made for the concrete jungle. Oh, my God. Says who? Says says the Yankee fan on drugs, on heavy drugs. Eh. All right, moving along here. Uh, the Yankee Twitter favorite, Sonny Gray. It's that guy, Rye. How'd the fans vote on Sonny Gray? Eighty nine percent dump. Did oh. you did you look that up? No, it's because just dumb. it is exactly eighty nine percent dump oh, man. on Sonny. I'm surprised Gray. it's not higher. I'm surprised it's not ninety eight. That's pretty high though. Eighty nine. I don't. I don't know if anybody outside of Ellsbury reached ninety percent on wow. dump. <laughs> So uh, how do we all – we'll start with Stat Guy Rye. How do you feel about uh, Sonny Gray here? I mean, he is under he, – he does have a favorable contract, so there is that. And you're not going to get much for him. I would keep him just for another year, see if he can maybe figure some things out. It's a tough – I wouldn't put him in the starting rotation. I I just – I don't know what to do with this guy. He's He's got good stuff. He's another guy who has good stuff, but he hasn't proved it for the Yankees. But I, I'm not I'm not ready to give up on Sonny Gray yet. Oh, I'm past giving up on him. It's time for him to go because he, we've seen it. He cannot pitch at Yankee Stadium. And how are you going to have a guy you're going to rely on to make 15 starts at Yankee Stadium where he's going to have a plus 70 RA? No, you can't. John Boy, what are you, what are you doing with Sonny Gray? I'm shopping him as hard as I possibly can. So I guess that's a dump. But it also, you kind of have to wait to make sure. Like We have two starting pitchers right now. We have Severino and Tanaka. Um, right. So it's pretty hard to just dump a starter when you have two and you should go into the season having what, like seven counting justice. So we have three right now. We need four more. So and and selling low on a player is not Cashman's M.O. And this is about as low as you could possibly sell. But all Cashman's quotes seem like he's going to try and sell them. Uh, I'm definitely dumped, but I can see why it wouldn't happen. There's we we don't have any pitching. And you're not going to get anything of value back. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to add to last week, Christian, we did the relief pitchers. Christian said we got to AJ Cole and AJ Cole, we were all just kind of like a little indifferent about because, you know, if, if he's going to be used properly as a mop up guy, you know, so be it. But Christian's point was like, I want to take that option away from Aaron Boone to ever put him in a, in a serious game. That's kind of how I feel with Sonny Gray at this point. Like, I don't even want him to be an option at this point. Yeah, Cole, Cole needs to go. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know because I like you said or uh, like uh, Stack I Rise said, if, if they keep him, I don't want him in the rotation. But I don't know where he goes then. So I think I think the move that you have to do is you have to go sign and trade for other starters, and then uh, that push Sonny back, and then just get rid of him for whatever you can get. I think that's fair because if you keep him, you we're all in agreement that he cannot be in the starting rotation. No, he pitches against the AL Central at their. Ballparks never at New York. Yeah, but he made six and a half million dollars this year, right? So he's gonna probably he's gonna probably get a raise off of arbitration. It might not be much, but he should get something. So you're gonna have a seven and a half, eight million dollar pitcher that <laughs> way can release. waste away in the bullpen. And you know, maybe if you're playing the Royals on the road and you need a spot starter, he can show up every uh, six weeks. Well, we got a forty million dollar outfielder wasting away in Ellsbury. So you know, you never know with the Yankees. You never know. We've seen this story enough times to know how it ends, so bye-bye, Sonny. Even though, like, what, 11% that said to keep him, they wouldn't be upset if they found out he got traded. No, and if they and if they were upset, they're just not real fans. Well, uh, JNX3D wants uh, says here to ask him if he wants to stay or go and let that be the outcome. <laughs> uh Depressed Ferrari says Gray would be a good pitcher on another team like the rebuilding Orioles since he can pitch well against bad teams. He just can't handle the New York pressure. Yeah, I mean, I think at at this point, we can all say that Sonny Gray's failures have come from him just not being a big market guy. I really believe that. I really do. I I think it, it is a full mental thing with him at this point. Plus, another thing, too, this division's really good. You know, when he was playing for the Athletics, the, the Rangers were pretty good too. But it's, this division—it's just so a different game over in. here. It's a different game on the East Coast, at least in the AL. I could see him finding success for like a team like Atlanta, maybe yeah. going out to the NL East. I think in he a, fits in, in Atlanta in a weaker offensive division, especially if Harper's on his way out. There's really not a lot of great offensive players in that division. He could find success with the Braves, maybe. John Boy, would it surprise you at all if he wound up in, say, Milwaukee and was like seventeen and six with a three two ERA next year? No. If he if he goes to another team, he's going to return to form and be fantastic. That's just that that narrative is written all over this. I agree. <laughs> there's there's no there's no way if he, if we trade him to Kansas City or anywhere, he's gonna be great. I, I honestly think it's it's the spotlight and pressure and nerves because I don't know what else it could be. His stuff, like we've said a million times, is good. And you want to like him because even if you listen to him, well, not give post-game interviews, but he came across as a real likable guy on the R2C2 podcast. So you were kind of rooting for him. But then every time he goes out there, it's he just yeah sp- spits the bit. Yeah. No, I like Sonny. I feel bad for him. Like, personally, he seems like a nice guy. He just seems a little overwhelmed. Like, even those post-game comments, I just think people are built differently. Everyone wants every guy to be this like false sense of bravado. No way Sonny has that. He did high school musicals. Like when he's got a million people, when he's got a million people booing him, he's going to like chuckle and think, Oh shit, this sucks. And I don't know. I I don't get too caught up in, in hating the guy for how he reacts to that. I hate his pitching and his performances. I don't hate Sonny Gray. Well, I hate him because uh, he made you look bad. He made me look bad. I was on this show and on Twitter numerous times saying how well he was uh, he was going to pitch this year. That he might not have won the Cy Young, but he'd be that next tier of guys. And uh, oh you yeah, know, he he made me look pretty bad. I was very adamant about that. I thought 2018 would be a big year. for I think Sunday we all Gray. did. I think we all were kind yeah. of hopping on the Sunny Gray train. Like this is going to be it for him. He's going to break through, and it just got worse. It got, it got a lot yeah. worse. All right, next pitcher here. We're going to go with he's a free agent. Uh, if you listen to reports, he is one of the Yankees' top uh, targets in free agency. But uh, he came over at the trade deadline this year. J.A. Happ. Uh, John Boy, how do you think the fans voted on J.A. Happ? Keep him. Probably like a 70%. 89% wow. keep on uh, J.A. Happ. Wow. I mean, we only have two starters. So <laughs> we're going to need some starters. So, yeah, but I... I'd love to see Hap come back. Lefty, who spent his career in the AL East, I put so much stock into that that it's kind of obnoxious of me, I guess. Uh, but pitched his whole career in the or not his whole career, but pitched in the AL East for a while. 
Um, lefty at the stadium, calm, cool, collected, and uh, had like what a two point six nine ERA uh, with the Yankees last year. Playoff game sucked, but uh, I say we got to bring him back. I agree a hundred percent. You got to bring Jay Hat back, especially with the other guys in the free agent market. I mean. Let, let me throw this name out here at you. Dallas Keuchel, would you want to see him as a Yankee? I wouldn't be upset with it, but he's not in my top. He's not. In, I'd, I'd like to go half Corbin Cece, um, or and, and trade for a guy. He's, if, if Corbin doesn't get to us and then they go to Keuchel, that makes sense. But he, he doesn't excite me that much, Keuchel. Tell me if I'm off base here, though. Keuchel shaving the beard. Doesn't that take away half of who he is? Absolutely. Kind of. That beard. You ever see how manicured that beard is? Dude probably spends 20 minutes a day waxing that thing. <laughs> it's, a top, it. it's a top it's, 10 MLB beard, if not top five. Uh, and wow. Be, and, completely, I, I disagree. Wow. If you have a long, bushy beard, it can't be perfectly manicured because that takes away from having a manly, long You know what? You're kind of right. And, You're kind of right. And he doesn't have a mustache, so it's kind of Amish. Wow. <laughs> I like this. I'm going to have to analyze him a little closer. For me on Hap, though, I'm keeping him, but I have a lot of stipulations with it. I'm very I'm very turned off, I guess you can say, with his postseason performance. And you shouldn't be. be well, I should be because... You shouldn't. I should be because he was brought here to beat the Red Sox in the postseason, and he did the complete opposite. However... So you're going to throw a guy away after one bad game. However... 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 Uh, we need pitching. I mean, we still need pitching. We need to fill out that rotation. I think Hap is a great guy if you can get him on a team-friendly type contract. And I think at this point, the Yankees have a little more leverage because of that postseason start that I think they can get him at a value that, I think that compl- works for them. I think you're out of your mind if you think they have leverage because he had a bad postseason start. There will be plenty of teams looking for Jay Happ. No, no, no. I meant if he wants to be a New York Yankee, the Yankees can talk to him before he even talks to anyone else and maybe get him at a at a friendlier deal. What, what's friendly? I'm not saying to jip him. What, what's what's friendly? to What's a team-friendly deal for Jay Happ? Uh, three years, $15 million? Twelve million per, not yeah, total per. No, he'll get fifteen million. I think he'll easily get fifteen million on the open market. And I and okay, so I I think that's a fair deal to him. If he's if he wants to shop that, go ahead. I'm not going to sit here and cry. But I think the Yankees can can kind of have the ball in their in their uh, court here, where they can handle this deal, where they're not giving up too much to keep him here. Yeah, I mean, we don't have any starting pitching. We need. We need guys here. Hap would be somebody that could fill in uh, again for next year. He went seven and zero for the Yankees this year with a two, what a two six nine ERA. Yeah, so Jumbo they, is saying they they win they win games when he's pitching, and that's a that's a really good sign. He had one so. bad start in the regular season, yeah. and you shouldn't let the postseason start nah, talk he, you out of not keeping him. I didn't say it would talk me out of not keeping him. I said <laughs> I I think he was brought here to to do exactly what he didn't. And I think the Yankees can, can can control this situation at that point. There's going to be a lot of teams looking for him, so I don't know if the Yankees are going to if they really want him. I don't know if they can be pinching pennies with him. I don't know. What are, what are, what are the Twitter comments? Uh, here we go. Uh, Scott Tilly says he's a lefty improving in the AL East helps solidify the rotation. Um, yeah, so that's great. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to read the rest of that. Erica Orloff says he's done what uh, the team asked of him. And even though this is completely irrelevant, she adds in get rid of Bird. (laughs) Okay. All right. Next we have, uh, what do we have here? Lance Lynn. Chris, how do you think the fans voted on Lance Lynn? Oh, you got to dump. You got to dump. 72% vote dump Lance Lynn. Wow. You got to dump. I mean, at this point, he's just, I don't know. He's just added weight. Was that a fat joke? Hmm. No, I don't make fat jokes because I'm fat myself. So, uh, no. But I just don't think the Yankees have any use for him at this point. John Boy, what do you think? Yeah, big dump. I love Big Ugly. Love Alex. How manly he was grabbing his cup after every single pitch and all that. That start against the White Sox was, uh, after the four-game sweep, was amazing. But this isn't the type of guy that I want to add, you know. At all. <laughs> nah, yeah. it's at just, all, it, all, right? there's just no, there's just, no, 
if the Yankees have a blueprint of what they're looking to accomplish in 2019, I just don't see any any open space for Lance Lynn at this point. Maybe as a long relief guy, because he was that the half game in the ALDS. He came in like the second or third yeah. inning, and he, he it w- worked a few innings. Well, uh, yeah, not butchered a game. No, you're not going to pay him, and he's going to want some money. Yeah, he's going to still want to go somewhere and get money. He's going to get starter money from somebody. Yeah, he can start. Yeah. He, he's shown that he. Well, he did really good after the first month, and he was one of those guys that didn't get signed for spring training. So he can say like, "Hey, that first month sucked because of spring training." Yeah. So I think I think I think he has a he got 12 mil last year. Probably gonna sign another one year contract for around the same. I would guess. The issue with him is there's no real variety in what he's doing. He's going to throw his fastball, and he's going oh to try to spot it. Oh, my God, he threw it like 97% of the time he threw a fastball. So, I mean, if he's not spotting, he's going to get hit. And, you know, I'm I'm hoping the Yankees can do better than Lance Lynn. But if, I mean, if they're going to bring him in as an, you know, I don't even think that they would be in the market for him to be back in the rotation guy. But, you know, if... Let's say things don't work out with CC and they decide Lance Lynn's the option. Is that really that terrible? It's not the worst thing in the world. I just, again, if Lance Lynn's back on this team, I think it's because the Yankees' plans kind of faltered a little bit and he was their secondary choice at that point. I respect the yeah, hell out of him. He's a, he's a grinder. He's going to go out there and give you everything he's got on, on every day that he's on the mound, but... Uh, yeah, he was too inconsistent for me last year, and you know you could say whatever you want about him, but you know it's t- I would I would move on from Lance Lynn and see if there's somebody better out there that you can throw in in the back end of the bullpen. Uh, here we go. Uh, some fan comments. Dollar Bill says there's no need to keep him around. That was very short and to the point. Uh, <laughs> Robert Ru- Ruiz, who Chris knows affectionately, is Don, Don Sicario. Says he wants to have a beer with him so he could keep him around. Wow. I would have a beer with Lance Lynn. I'd have a few beers with Lance Lynn. Do you ever hear the story of how he lost weight in, in Cincinnati, in St. Louis? No, but this sounds really good. He, yeah, he traded in beer and pizza for vodka and uh, like something else, like vodka and water. <laughs> the vodka diet. It's pretty. That's what he told reporters. Yeah, I just I stopped love it. Uh, having beer and pizza every night. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude. That's smart. like the college diet, beer and pizza. If you, and then he, if you he graduated, go, and then he was like a more sophisticated vodka drinker. It's so funny because if you go back to like all of his interviews from when he was on different teams and listen to him speak to the media, and then you go and, and you listen to him in New York, he's he, he came off as a very professional, um, you know, um, sophisticated guy in New York but if you go back and listen to some interviews in St. Louis and stuff he's just like he's like a frat he's like a frat guy yeah he gave some great interviews with the Cardinals he was really good all right next up on the list here uh, another free agent uh, one of the longer tenured Yankees and his future is very much up in the air CC Sabathia, uh, stat guy, right? How do you think the fans voted on CC Sabathia? Oh, he's a homer so they're gonna want to keep him I would say a keep him 83%. This is one Ooh. of the closer votes All that right. we had. Uh, keep at 56%. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I was going to say. I think polarizing. I think this is like actual rational Yankee fan voting right now. It's so hard for me to, to come up with an answer on this because how many times did I come come out and say, you know what, you got to move on from CC, love the guy to death, respect everything he's done for this organization, but you just can't rely on him anymore. No, I'm a dump. And then you hear him on his podcast talking about when he hit Jesus Sucre, and you're like, Jesus, how do you let this guy walk? Like, Mm -hmm. for one more year to have that type of teammate on on this ball club, how do you let that how do you it's let that so slide? It's so tough, man. I uh, CC has become truly become one of my favorite Yankees of all time in, in my lifetime watching, you know, getting getting to know him on on a level especially over the last couple of years as a leader of this team. It's so difficult for me to say it, but I'm get I'm get I'm parting my ways here. I'm cutting ties with CC Sabathia in 2019. I'm keeping him. You're you, uh you're keeping yeah, now. Yeah. Are you saying keep as starting pitcher? Keep. Yep. Yeah. I think. I think what happened last year is uh, CC had a good year in 2017, and we were like on a cheap one-year deal that'd be perfect as the number five starter. Um, and 
his numbers, he went 16, the team went 16 and 13. He had a 3.65 ERA. If he was the fifth starter all year, I think we're much happier with this, but Sonny decided to be a bag of shit. <laughs> Montgomery had to get Tommy John surgery. They threw Luis Sessa for five starts. They threw Domingo Herman for 11 starts. Uh, Johnny Lasagna was making starts, which pushed CeCe up to the three in our rotation. Right. And that's why we think this season was so much worse than it was because we had to put a lot more in him into him than we planned on. So go get better pitchers, uh, prepare for injury better. Let CC and Justice split that fifth man passing of the torch lefties, uh, bring him back cheap. He's only going to play one more year in, in, uh, in the MLB. Um, let him mold Sheffield for a season. They split duty. Sheffield can go to the bullpen or triple A in between. CC has those, those two week injuries to get his knee shot up. Justice takes those. Um, I think for, for clubhouse reasons, for just, just give just everything. I, I don't think his numbers are as bad as how much his starts felt. If that makes sense. Here's, they did feel bad. See, for me, for me, I thought he had a absolutely phenomenal 2018. For me, I was shocked at how great he was. And the fact that he did get slotted into the three didn't hold, didn't make me feel like he needed to perform more. I thought he was absolutely phenomenal. What's getting to me and what's sticking in my head the most is that you could really see how tired he was by the end of the year. And for me, I just feel like if the Yankees are going to rely on anyone, even in the fifth, even in the fifth spot in this rotation, and they're going to win a championship, I just I want a guy who I know can still eat me innings, and I don't know if CC can do that as well in 2019. And that's where I get to a point where maybe this is where you cut ties. As far as clubhouse and stuff, I want him back bad for that for that i just don't know if i want the yankees to be relying on him whether it's in the four slot the five slot or anything uh in 2019 i just don't know and i and it kills me to say it because i absolutely love him yeah it does it is tough but and he did he did look tired uh he definitely looked tired but maybe you have a different plan of attack here uh with you know the splitting starts and then you got monty coming back at the end of the season uh i don't know it, it feels like not it feels like a, a different strategy from everything else I want. So it definitely has heartstrings involved, but I don't know, man, he goes to like the angels for one year and finishes it out for a cheap contract. That that sucks for me. I just bring him back. And if he's bad, I don't know. Well, how, how about this? I brought this up on a show last week. What if you give him the Andy Pettit treatment and you tell him to take spring training in April off and he can just show up, you know, after Memorial day, like Pettit did towards the end of his career. Yeah, they basically did that last year. He didn't start a single game in spring. Uh, they probably they probably will do that. I mean, I'm I'm down. Make it creative. Just have him around the guys. Have him uh, giving life lessons. And I think it's really good for him to be around Justice Sheffield. Uh, yeah, that's a good and point. He's talked about that. He's talked about that on his podcast a lot. How much he wants to like help mold Justice Sheffield. He talked about he talks about on the podcast how much um, like he would like talk to Jordan Montgomery. He also said Severino takes no advice. Severino has to fail on his own before he learns. But so it's interesting. He feels out the young guys. He does a lot. I, I'd bring him back. And I know that this is an emotional uh, choice. Yeah, listen, a, uh, it's 100 percent emotional. For it me. is all. Emo it's emotional for all of us. I think if the Yankees can make sense of it, you bring him back. I want to see him retire in pinstripes. But if we're talking logical here, if we're talking game plan for winning a championship in 2019, I have to stick with my I have to take emotions out of it and say dump them. I'm going to say keep them. Wow. <sighs> I feel like the outcast. I'm going to keep CC. <laughs> wow. I'm the asshole. Because then. of heart, because of what he brings to oh, the I, table. I, I know you I know you respect that. Just he gave up five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> to, to back it. up yeah. his yeah. catcher. No, you you guys are right. You guys how are much right. money is he gonna ask for? You know, five, six million dollars. I'll be honest, then... you guys have truly changed my mind. No, you but said I it. can't, but you I can't change <laughs> I know I can't change my mind. I'm not a flip flopper. I'm sticking with dump, but really you guys did a good job of changing my mind. So in my heart, I'm keep them. But you know who for did the show, a, you know I'm, who I'm changed my mind? CeCe Sabathia yeah. himself changed my mind because I was straight up dump them until Same I heard here. him talk about the incident in Tampa Bay. And I'm like, if this guy wants one more year and the Yankees are going to mm -hmm. fill out that rotation so they don't 
have to, have to lean on CC to yeah. be like a two or three, then yeah, you keep him. You you stick him at the back end of the rotation. He's going to take his vacations, you know, his, his DL vacations to get his knee right, you know, and hopefully the Yankees will have better options like now Sheffield. Have Louis or, fill in. Well, hopefully that won't be the case, but... Uh, all right, let's read some fan comments here. Uh, Mr. Staten Island, I wonder if that's uh, Vinny from the Jersey Shore. Vinny? Yeah. Long, is he t- t-shirt time? Vinny? Well, Mr. Staten Island said he loves CC, but it's time to move on. Um, <clears throat> JV Rodriguez, so this is obviously not a varsity comment here, said knee surgery, two off seasons in a row. He can't feel his position. He needs extra rest. Can't go past the fifth inning. He's too stubborn to know when it quits. He should go to the bullpen or get the hell out of here. He should learn some respect. And <laughs> I, it seems he can't if, feel his position. I, I mean, come on. He's able to feel it. He won Cy Young. He's not being able to field his position. Who the fuck cares? And honestly, like that, he definitely wasn't raised properly. If he's gonna sit there and disrespect CC in that kind of way, yeah, don't disrespect CC like yeah, that. Really. Dude. You get blocked if you disrespect yeah, why, CC. Why do you block him right now? I think you, you want me to block. block? He I also said he him. doesn't know when he doesn't know when to come out of the games. Find me a pitcher that says, uh, "Coach, I'm ready. I'm done. Take me out, and I'll find you a pitcher I do not want." I'm right, exactly. That's, That's what I love about CC. And look, we all know if the ball's hit to Voight or Bird, whoever the hell's playing first base next year, and it's and it's off the line, CC's not going to get there. We're all okay with that. But don't sit here and tell me that that's why we should get rid of him. Give me something better than that. Give me a give me something give me something with more content than that. All right, let me read a positive one about CC here. Yankee Please. Mama 19 says she uh, thinks CC still has gas in the tank and the Yankees should let him reach his milestones. He's a great asset to the clubhouse and the pitchers. I like that comment. I do. I told you guys I'm keep. I'm keep him now, but for for the record, I'm dumping my guess because you don't let me switch. No, you can't. Don't be a flip flop. I'm not a flip flopper. How many how many milestones does he have? Because if the Yankees can monetize the milestones, then that offsets the. Well, what has he got? He's, is he coming back. up on 250 true. wins? Yeah, and, yeah. he's uh, at what three thousand strikeouts. I know those are the two closest in reach for him. Yeah, but if they give him there's well, a win, there's a wins one. Yeah, I think he's is he coming up on 250? I think. Wins? Yep. Yeah, he's at 246 wins, yeah. and uh, he has. How many strikeouts? I think he's like 14 away from 3,000 or something like that. Yeah, they got to keep him then. Yeah. yeah, the Yankees can do share that. Remember when the Yankees made Jeter passing Lou Gehrig on the all-time Yankees hit list? Yes. Yeah. Like this big event. And three weeks beforehand, no one knew who the hell had the most hits. Like that wasn't a thing. It was never <laughs> a thing. Never. It. It, yeah. it was never a thing. And then all of a sudden they're like, Jeter's going to do it. Let's have a big night. That was, that was such a strange night, too, if you remember it, because it was 9-11, and the game didn't start until, what, like 10 o'clock because it rained all day? And then you were waiting around to see Jeter get that hit to uh, break Garrick's record. And then the Yankees ended up getting blown out by Baltimore I was at the game, game, actually, where he had four hits and tied the record, which was incredible because I didn't think I was even going to see that. But... It was yeah. the Yankees can and will make a big deal out of it. So that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Give him give him five or six million dollars a year and and load the contract with incentives. You give him another million for getting to these milestones. Give him some innings, uh, you know, bonuses or whatever. It, I'm fine with it. Keep him around. Who else do we have here? Have you yeah. listened to our, if, you, if you listen to R2C2 and feel like we kind of know CC a little bit, it just feels like the Yankees. Like he wants to play one more season. The Yankees offer him five mil, and the Angels offer him ten mil. Like for Cece, is that worth the whole new clubhouse uh, being away from all his kids? Oh uh, no, he should. Like the Yankees have like he would shoot that down like, in a heartbeat. He'd plus, be, I don't think the Angels are yeah. in any position to be winning a World Series next year. No. And I think he—that's part of it too. He's going to want to go out too. on top. Yeah, he said that on on the R two C two podcast that he wants to play for a contender next year. Now, five hundred of thousand is a big difference in five million dollars, but you know you can see where CC's mindset is. Money really doesn't motivate decisions for him, right? Who else do we even have? We got three players left here. Uh, we're going to go with the ace of the Yankees, uh, Luis Severino. Uh, is that I you? mean, come on. Let, let's just get by Severino quickly, please, because that's a keep. If you're even thinking dump at this point, please. I mean, come on now. It, it's a keep. Yeah. And it and it better be a significant keep on Twitter. Yes, does he have to show us that last year was not going to repeat itself in the second half? Absolutely, but 
you got to you you're putting all your money on this guy. He's your guy to still lead this team. That's a hard keep, and it better be a significant keep on Twitter. Put a percentage on it. I'm putting ninety three percent. No, you can't be more than ninety. Christian said. No, that was dumb. Dumb. That was dumb. Oh wow, yeah. You think it's ninety? Ninety four percent. Wow, I was close. I was close, and that's that's how it should be. Absolutely. I mean, John Boy, you agree with that, right? Yep. I think. I think I'm a little very cautiously scared going into oh, it. Oh, I'm definitely scared. Yeah. It's just the unknown of what the hell was going on. It's crazy. He still is only 24 years old. He's, that's it. He, people don't realize this, this. He's only 24. And I think he was tipping his pitches significantly all year. And I think that came out. Boone, Boone uh, confirm that. Sorry, my dog just ran into the room. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, everyone, that whole article came out by The Athletic or whoever published it. Uh, it was a clear, it was a clear tell, and he's got to work on that. Not good, but, but it's, I mean, anyone that's a dump just did it because they're Red Sox fans and they want to fuck up the ball. Right. No, I got some comments to back this up. We'll read them in a second here. Stat guy, Ryan, what do you say about Seve? Uh, you got to keep him 100%. He's electric fastball, great stuff. His his problems last year seem to be more mental than physical. So I think he'll, with age and maturity, he'll be able to work all those kinks out. I agree. Here's my biggest issue with anybody who wants to get rid of him. You're bitching and complaining that this team needs starting pitching and you want to get rid of their best starting pitcher? Right, yeah, and their most right. controllable starting pitcher. This guy was talked about as being one of the top starting pitchers pitchers in Major League Baseball last year until he, you know, he did fall off the off a cliff for a little bit there. But, I mean, the guy's only 24 years old. It's not like he's 32 and, you know, maybe he's regressing now to the point where he can't get it back. You know, I can't. What I'm, scares me is in 2017, his best his best moments came in the second half of the season. And after his first half performance last year, we sat here and said, if Seve's even half of what he was last year in the second half, this guy's going to win Cy Young. And he was, honestly, he was one of the worst starting pitchers. No, I think statistically he was the worst. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. In a lot of categories, he was the worst starting pitcher in baseball, or at least the American League. And that just can't happen. That can't happen for a guy who's being considered you know, in the top five of starting pitchers in baseball right now. Yeah, there was a span after the All-Star break where he led the league in, in ERA. He had the highest ERA in the league. Yeah. So, he'll fix it. All right, so I think we're all in agreement here. You got to keep Seve. I don't even think it, it should really be debated too much. There are things to yeah. worry about, obviously. Can he put together one whole consistent season? And, John Boy, let me get your take on this. What do you Obviously, the wild card game was good. It wasn't great. I mean, he gassed himself out after four innings, but overall, he hasn't been a great postseason pitcher. Is that something that you think 2019 going forward that he can improve upon? Yeah, I don't see why not. The wild card um, in 2017, it was clearly he just didn't prepare. CeCe talks about that on the podcast. You know, you can tell Luis Severino a million times, like, you got to prepare differently. You got to But until he feels it, he's not going to learn. So, he learned, he learned, and then uh, in the the wild card, I think they told him to gas it out, which is good. I don't know. Yeah, he can definitely become. He's got the skill to be like one of the best pitchers in baseball, so I don't think there's anything about postseason. I think that he was having a bad year anyway. I think a lot of fans are worried that he might be, you know, in that Kluber-Kershaw vein where he's a great regular season pitcher, but then he doesn't show up in the postseason. Yeah, I think to, to, to build off of what John Boyd just said, I don't think you have to worry about that. I think he was just off in the second half, and I think that carried into the playoffs. I don't think it was a mental thing where uh, the moment was too big for him. I think he was just not the same guy for the second half of the year. It seemed like I'm totally making an assumption here. It just seemed like he kind of stopped believing in in his stuff and in himself. It just it came yeah. off that way. Yeah, He didn't have that confidence in the yeah. second half. All right, so uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Let's read some fan comments here. We're going to start off with a completely ridiculous one to start, and I'm going to give his full Twitter handle. So if you're listening to the show, you can badger him about it. At MT Avenger 55 says, "I've never been a big fan of him. He had an impressive first half, but never really consistent. The wild card game was a proud moment, but I wouldn't know. I uh, would not." Let me read this correctly, because uh, I wouldn't mind him no longer being in pinstripes. Okay, dumb. Yeah, well, that guy's tweets are protected, and that's smart for him because he's an absolute dummy. Oh, you know this? That huh? dude didn't watch baseball in 2017. 
I like how John Boy's on top of everything. Like he knows that that guy's tweets are protected. Yes. Well, I used, I searched it right away. Like, yo, let's find this idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Low Jones says uh, he's not an ace. Maybe a two or three in the rotation. Mm, that's false. Uh, let's see. Let's get a. Beth Wellington here says, uh, who votes to dump him? You are all morons. <laughs> Sevy had a bad second half, but we've seen what he can do. He will be great and turn it around. Beth is a contributor to the website. That's probably my favorite comment. All right, here we go now. We're up to uh, the final two here. Justice Sheffield is up next. Is this Stack Guy Rise uh, pick? We're going to go with an 80% keep on Justice Sheffield. 91% of the fans okay. have voted to keep Rational. Justice Sheffield. I'm saying this. What does this mean? Does that mean they're saying, like, no trade at all costs, no trade? Because I can't get behind that. But I'm not I'm not shopping him, but he's not on my no trade I think. I, think uh, I don't know where. I think as far as Sheffield's concerned, they're saying keep him as in no trade at, at this point. Basically, there's what trades we... that can happen. There's trades that could happen where I'd say that was worth the price. Uh, I'm not trying to... Sh- it's not like Sonny Gray or uh, Chance Adams, where I'm like shopping him around. Uh, but I'm. But if someone like, hey, we want Kluber, okay, we'll take Sheffield back, and some other people, okay, fine, because I want to win in the next three years, and that helps us more. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say keep him, but again, to to back up what you were just saying, John Boy, I'm not. I'm also not making him an untouchable. I mean, if you're gonna yeah. offer me someone who I could package him in. Yeah, absolutely, because I still don't think the Yankees are sold on him starting in this rotation in 2019. So What's it, his ceiling? It, right. So so at this point, like I'm not making him an untouchable. He's not Glaber Torres to me right now. I don't want to get rid of him, but if the opportunity presents itself and it makes sense, I'm fine with it. I'm going to vote keep him because I'm not going to, like, like you guys are saying, I'm not going to go out there to shop him. So I'm going to count on him as being a part of this rotation next year. But if I need to trade him to get a legitimate ace, I'm not going to let right. Justice Sheffield Absolutely. get in the way of getting a, a Corey Kluber type. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that 100%. Now, if you were going to trade him, it would probably be best to try and move him in the offseason, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. you would have. To oh, yeah. You have to do it before the season starts. It's going to be something where you're getting a guy back who you're excited to put in this rotation. Established arm. He's a top-of-the-rotation guy, and you're excited to start your year with him um, filling out one of these holes in the rotation. It's not going to be a mid-season-type trade. If 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 Sheffield starts the, the year as a New York Yankee, whether it be in AAA or Major Leagues, he's staying around, and he's going to be a big contributor in 2019 at some point. Yeah, I'd really like it if the Yankees could have just a, a rotation of proven guys. I don't want to give these guys chances, see if they pan out, and keep throwing them out there until they figure it out. If you could move Sheffield, you know, in in some sort of trade, you got to highly consider it. So what do you vote and dump him? No, I I mean I'm keeping him, but I'm also you know letting him know we might part ways soon. Are you just gonna straight up tell oh, yeah. him? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm gonna like toy him along. Hey, listen, buddy, we might need you, but uh, we also might drop you. Do you still have that apartment in uh, when you were in Cleveland's farm system? Yeah, don't sell you that. Might be going back. Don't sell that. <laughs> yeah, how funny? Would how funny would it be if Cashman traded uh, Clint Frazier, <laughs> Justice Sheffield, JP Fireeyes, and Ben Heller back back to, for Andrew back Miller, to Cleveland for, for no for for Kluber. And then in the end, they, we traded Miller, re-signed Miller this offseason for cheap, and then <laughs> trade all the prospects back. But w- that would be – that's like Cashman's go-to move over the last five years. It's like the Glaber move. Yeah, right. <laughs> we could use another one of those. <laughs> we could. We could use another one. All right, let's see if we got any good comments here. Not too many on uh, Sheffield here. Uh, Notar99 says, uh, no argument intended, but wouldn't holding him – as a household name and use him as trade bait be on the table. Teams have been circling the table trying to get him. Use him as your wild card trade for a true ace who's proven himself. They want to keep him to prove himself and then trade him? No, I think he wants to trade him for a proven pitcher. Oh, yeah. That's what we were saying. I agree with that. I'm not letting, like I said, I'm not letting Justice Sheffield get in the way of an ace. Like, I don't, I honestly, let's ask, let's go around the table here. Spot in the rotation, one through five. 
what is your ceiling for Justice Sheffield? Since John Boy's not actually at the table, we'll start with him. What's your ceiling on uh, Justice Sheffield? Mm, I'm I'm people get mad at me because I'm just not a prospect hugger or lover. Like I don't think of anything of anyone until they prove it. So my ceiling is probably like a three pitcher right now. I haven't yeah. seen anything that makes me just he's an eighth. He, which he very much can. I'm not ruling it out. But you know what I mean? Like hard to me to be like, oh, he's going to be an ace. Like, oh, who knows? Who fucking knows? Uh, I would say he's, he's in the rotation for next year. His ceiling for next year is to be four. Yeah. I don't know. It, is it my turn? Are we going clockwise? Here? Sure. Go. I think I'd be okay with him being a three. I think because he's a lefty, um, who, who we've heard has really good stuff. He could end up being a number two, um, but I'd be okay with him being a three. And at that point, the, if he can slot in as a, as a dominant number three in that sense, that's a big, that's a big time. Yeah. But threes aren't dominant. So. Yeah. But think about, but think about it in this sense. Think about it in the postseason sense. If he's a guy who you can trust going out there in the postseason, who was our number three this year? Hat. Was it hat? Tanaka? Hat. Okay, or, and then get, oh, the, and then after our number three couldn't get the win or couldn't hold down, then we turned. Then we ended up relying on eventually a couple of games later, CC Sabathia, who, you know, having those two guys lose those games, you need your number three to go out there and show you better stuff at that point. I just don't think he's ever going to be an ace. I don't either. So. I don't. That's why I keep him because you need to fill out this rotation. You need young, controllable starting pitchers, and I think he'll max out at a three, which is still pretty good. But if you're going to tell me that Cleveland's going to be like, "Hey guys, we we miss him so much that we will give you Corey Kluber for absolutely him. taking him a hundred a hundred times out of a hundred, I'm doing it. Who's our final guy? I can't even think of who our final well, Tanaka. It, it should be a foregone conclusion. Well, we we put everybody up that was on on the uh, forty man, so. You know, Tanaka made it. And oh, duh. Tanaka. <laughs> yeah. Hero. My boy. Well, so what do we got here? Yeah, keep, I, keep if anyone up. voted to dump Tanaka, they have zero grasp of like how baseball contracts, negotiations, trades work. Or life. Or any grasp of life. Masahiro Tanaka had one of the highest keep rates on any poll that wow. we ran. 97% wow. keep for Masahiro Tanaka. Wow. wow. <laughs> Thank God. Credit to them. That's smart. You know what we love about the Keep like, Them Dump Them, Jean Boy? It's the one segment that we do that you you get a lot of rational votes and you don't expect it. I'm impressed. I'm impressed at the 97%. And it should be that high. Yeah, but there's a whole conglomerate of like fans that hate Tanaka. And I've hated them uh, since he uh, they think he needed Tommy John. Like there's a bunch of people that just like don't trust Tanaka ever. I don't know. I'm the complete opposite. Love the guy. Absolutely I love, love him. the guy. I love him. John Boy, do you do you sell that shirt on on your website with uh with the, all those pictures of Tanaka on them? It's all of his selfies from the stadium. It's like the greatest shirt I've ever really? seen. Yeah. yeah, he wore it on one of his uh yeah yeah um, picks. Yeah, it was. It's I'm touching it right now. I have it hanging up behind my desk. It's all his <laughs> it's Instagram. So cool. Pictures. After after every game, he posts a thumbs up on Instagram. We're like a fish, <laughs> like him holding a fish. That's great. Uh, yeah, we we sell them, um, but for like one day only. We're going to be selling them on Black Friday, one day only. That's awesome, so, awesome. I I didn't think anyone would want it because it, <laughs> we're going to do we're sure. going to do a shirt of just John Boy doing thumbs up on Twitter, <laughs> and we're going to sell it on Black Friday to to counter your Tanaka shirt. <laughs> so there you go, smart. I'll buy, I'll buy one of those. I'll, I'll give it to my girlfriend. She'll Deal. Like, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. I see you enough. I don't need to see you when you're not around me. Uh, yeah. I think we're all in agreement here that Tanaka is pretty much a no-brainer. No-brainer. Even if he doesn't pitch great in the regular season, this guy... Don't is, care. He's, this guy he's, is a big game pitcher, he's man. nails in the postseason. And that's what we need. We need more of, of Tanaka's in the postseason. That's my biggest thing. Yeah, his performance in this postseason... It, he could he could lose fifteen games in the regular season. I don't care. I still want him to have the ball he in, could, in the postseason. How bad was he? Not not that he was terrible. I mean, he wasn't great. What did he have? Almost a five year array last season in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, it was up there. Even if he came into two thousand nineteen, he was like three and seventeen with a six point two ERA, and Boone gave him the ball in game two. Would you feel any differently nope. about him? Nope. And he is a proven postseason pitcher. That's what the Yankees need more of. Um, I said it last year. 
uh, before the season started, even if Tanaka was up and down again in the regular season, this team was still going to make the postseason, and you knew that you can rely on him them then, and that's why Tanaka is more valuable than anyone could think, even if he's up and down in the regular season. Yeah, he's got a 1.5 ERA in five postseason starts. He's never let up more than two runs in a postseason start. Dude's awesome. Love yeah. my guy. Yeah. Um, what what kind of comments? Do we have any negative comments on? Uh, let's see. Do we have negative comments? I don't think I don't think there was enough negative votes to have a negative comment. Well, no tars back, and he says that uh, that four percent is smoking something fierce. Nice. Uh, There's got to be some comment out there like, yeah, trade him before he has to get Tom John. <laughs> Uh, here we go. AJ Rubin says Tanaka's our playoff ace. That's how it has been, and it will be that way until something changes. Yeah. Well, I again, I'm just gonna stand behind what I've been saying. This is a guy that the Yankees need to keep, um, and they need to get more of him. Guys who are proven in October. If the Yankees had more guys proven in October, we'd probably have gone a lot further. They still would have lost this year. Okay. But they would have gone further. They would have to just what, broken my heart five? a little bit more, like the game seven of last well, year. Well, they would have went to game five, maybe. But you know how good Boston was this year. Yeah, they. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, they were phenomenal. They really were. They really were. Well, while we got them here, uh, let's ask John Boy. Do you have a preference if the Yankees could sign one of these guys, Machado, Harper, or neither? Because a lot of fans are against getting either one. What's your vote on that? Eileen Harper. I did a whole spiel on our last episode. Um, we did arguments for and against because I think both sides have uh, good points. But everyone just wants to, you know, it's life in 2018. Choose one side and you stubbornly defend it forever. Right. If you if you think the Yankees shouldn't be offering for at least to get one of these guys, you're crazy. It's once in generational talent that only comes around once. You miss out on them now, then you can't have them in 2022. You know what I mean? It's not a 2019 only signing. It's a long-term plan because once they're signed this next contract, they're locked up. And you never have free agents that are available at 26 years old because most people don't make the pros at 19. So if you think that it should be, they should go after neither, I think you're a little crazy. I like Harper because the lefty bat and left field's open. And um, while Machado is a five-tool, very, very good baseball player, I think he's a punk bitch and a crybaby. We said that. I mean, I agree. Here's my biggest vote for Harper. The dude led Major League Baseball in walks last season, and he had a year where he had a 460 on base percentage. Yeah. And you're going to probably bat him, what, third? Third. You're going to put him in between yeah. uh, Judge and Stan? If yeah, you would have to. Absolutely. You would have to. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Uh, and I think he's going to the Cubs, though. You really think that's wow. where he's going to wind up, to the Cubbies? Yeah, I think so, yeah. too. Wow. Um, and also, before we wrap up, uh, I promised I promised him I'd give him a shout out. We have a mutual um connection contact in Brian LeMay. You you played ball in high school with him, no correct? Way. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You I think freshman English together too. Freshman English, wow. Was he a bad student? I could see him being a bad student. <laughs> I have no idea. I was a bad student, so. <laughs> did you go to did you go to school with this Brian person? I he was my catcher in college. He's the one I said last week. We were actually talking last week about Didi being a position player who had Tommy John in his throwing his throwing arm. Brian as a catcher had Tommy John in his throwing arm. Came back stronger though. So you never know. Hmm. But uh yeah, I mean, any last comments? John Boy, we appreciate it. You've been on f- with us way too long at this point. You probably you probably uh, canceled plans with your girlfriend or something that you had going on because we kept you for over an hour. No, I watched a Netflix show without her yesterday, so I just told her, go catch up. We'll oh, you're in, the, now. you're in the doghouse, and she's catching up at the same time. <laughs> what show? Anything yeah. good? No. Uh, haunting on Hill House, Haunting of House on the Hill. Yeah, yeah. Wow, everyone's it's watching some of those show. words. It's pretty good, actually. I really like horror horror films unless they're done really well, and this one's pretty good. It's like the Conjuring type movies. But thanks for having me. Uh, I love talking Yankees baseball, so now we appreciate it. And and guys, check out John Boy uh, on Twitter, Talking Yanks podcast. You guys are you guys are pretty plastered everywhere on iTunes, and you're on a uh, Google podcast too. Yeah, we are, but if uh, if you don't listen to Google Podcasts, I hate them with all my heart. So. It, they're so bad. They're so bad. They're the, the, it's 
they every time I get a, a text like once a week, like, "Hey, what happened to Google Podcasts? It's late or it's not up." Yep. It's like switch to another app because Google Podcasts and Google Play are Awful. fucking worse, and Awful. I hate them. I agree. So bad. Google, listen on Spotify, Stitcher. Google does not sponsor our podcast. Do do they? I'm sorry. No, no, they do not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so annoying, man. It's like, why you're Google? Have this shit figured out. You're so bad. Right. I agree. We're on every other. We're on. We might be on Google too. I don't check it though. I don't actively (laughs) try to be on there. So uh, this has been episode 80 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. We want to thank again John Boy for joining us for uh, the uh, keep them or dump them segment with the starting pitchers. We'll be back. Uh, we're actually decided we're going to split the position players into two different shows yeah. because it's going to be way too long. We're going to do the infielders and then the outfielders. Uh, <clears throat> you think people were stupid with the way they voted with some of these people? Wait till we get to the Aaron Judge poll. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, so thank, uh, thanks again, John Boy, for joining us. You can find him on Twitter at John Boy underscore. Follow uh, Talking Yanks. Uh, check out their podcast uh, as we do every episode here. Any Yankees to ever wear number 80? I'm going to say no. You Therese? No. Nobody's ever worn number 80. Wow. So Damn. Really? Yeah. No. It's. Uh, I don't. We started it too late. I want, it's something I always wanted to do. Uh, do a little number trivia at the end of the show. And uh, we check to see who's worn what number episode we're on. And uh, so nobody... until we get to episode ninety nine, we're probably just I'm just going to keep guessing. No one. Yeah, well, we're you'd also be you also be wrong too. I know if you kept. Guessing I'm always wrong. wrong. All right, John Boy. Thanks That's again, true. man. We appreciate the time today. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, thanks. Now I have to go look at look at this because I I can't believe no one ever worn eight. <laughs> How many numbers else are? I've never been worn. Uh, you've just There's... given me another twenty minutes of computer time. We actually. <laughs> Over the last, like, four episodes, I don't think anyone's worn... Well, since 77, that was Clint Frazier. Yeah. 78 and 79, no one's ever worn that either. Yeah. Well. So, uh, Stack Guy Ryan, got anything you want to say? No, just go Yanks, you know. Keeping it classic? Yeah. All right, Chris. I kind of like you. Say goodbye. Boom!